Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I am John. And today it is episode 40 of Transformers Energon. It is Wishes. This episode was written by Akira Okea, and the last time on Transformers Energon, not much happened, but Megatron had some moments. And in this episode, Megatron is now, he apparently has Super Energon. Yep, that's what he calls all the glowing stuff in this room, and it's all his, and these... Actually, Other, sorry, sorry, well, Paul. Whoa, whoa, whoa. On Super Energon, could we just have a round of applause? Audience, could we get a round of applause for the writers for working up the brilliant term <laughs> Super Energon? Well done. There we go. Did well done. Well. Perfect. Yeah. But yeah, it's all his and uh, these other three, what used to be four, but these three have been down here guarding it all this time. And the Autobot one says that it belongs to all Transformers, not just you, Galvatron. That doesn't matter. No, he doesn't call him Galvatron yet because he hasn't jumped in the pool. Because he jumps into this pool of Super Energon, which is just liquid. Why not? (laughs) And uh, it it, it turns him gold. Well, yeah, but as this is happening, though, again, we get more hand-drawn, expressive face animation of Megatron and he's just screaming in pain. So if it hurts Megatron, it's got to fucking hurt. And then everything goes quiet and the Autobot tells the two Decepticons that uh, Megatron's body is trying to absorb the super energon and this is going to go one of two ways. Now what happens here is, well, it's kind of clear but it's edited very odd. There's a lot of uh, like fade outs and cross fades which would indicate time has passed. It, it feels like they're editing around stuff because like all of a sudden it fades out and then fades in and Megatron is stepping out and he's turning purple now and he calls himself Galvatron. Yeah and he is more or less G1 Galvatron colors. He is but he was also Galvatron in the last series that is apparently canon to this series, but fuck all that. <laughs> Whatever. Um, the the uh, and, and then there's like more cross-fading and fade-out and fading back, and then all of a sudden the Autobot, uh, he's kind of a Titan, I think. Uh, we're going to find out he's a combiner, but he's shooting at Galvatron and he's just bouncing off him, and uh, the other two are like, I don't know what they're doing. Well, yeah, but Galvatron even says, like, you're no match for me or your shots are ineffective, Superion Maximus. Yeah, he's so... Hey, boy, what are you doing here? You say you're from a universe where everyone's a dog? And you're that universe's Herman? And you have some Transformers to sell us? And you're high on cocaine right now? Well, what Transformer do you have for us today, boy? Sorry, Herman. But Superior Maximus is just one toy. You said toys. Plural. He's not wrong, Herman. Okay, that's just racist. Shh. Right. All right, well, we'll hold on to the Superior Maximus and you come by with the other two whenever they get a name. Ninth door on the right. So, yeah, this uh, Superior Maximus flies... Well, he doesn't just fly away. He splits, he is a combiner, into a bunch of jets, and they fly away. Yeah, so it's the aerial bots, I guess. One of them really, yeah. in particular, kind of in the foreground, is definitely looks like air raid, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, Megatron... Sorry, Galvatron commands the other two to go after him, and they also separate into five parts each, and one team has got to be the Combaticons, like... 
two of them look enough like Onslaught and Brawl. And there's a helicopter that has Blastoff's colors, and the other one must be the Constructicons? It's clearly Constructicons, Combaticons, and Aerial Bots, but this show is going to name them, like, Spike, probably. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of laser fire. It doesn't really matter. Because then we go to Mirage, who comes out of something and he runs into all the other Decepticons who are like, dude, Megatron's still alive and we should just attack everything. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> Starscream and Shockblast's brother are here too. And because there's no Autobots around, they're going to take over this base. And it, Mirage gets kind of the close-up transformation here. And does it look like he's doing ballet? Yeah. it. it there's a lot of spinning. There's a pirouette in there. There may not be ballet, but there's definitely a pirouette in there. Yeah. But they yeah, they start blasting everything. I guess that's what they meant by taking over the base. And Galvatron contacts Starscream while he effortlessly destroys three generic Autobots because he wants to show him something. Yeah, so they talk, <laughs> there's a great bit where, where Galvatron's like, or, or Starscream says, hey, what is it? And Galvatron says, I don't want to tell you. Let's just say I, I found something that will help us win the war, and I call it Super Energon, and it's a power source we could use. And it's like, well, yeah, you kind of said it all there, buddy. Well, because, again, this must be over, the, they can all hear, because Shockblast's Shock brother's like, did you say Super Energon? Hey, we should build our own Energon grid with that. And Demolisher's like, who the hell are you? Yeah, they start to tell Demolisher... Hey, guys. Hey, Herman, who is Steve? Uh, I found out that uh, Septicon's name. And? Uh, six Shot, I think. It took you this long to figure that out, huh? Uh... Close the door, would you? Anyway, yeah, so they explain to uh, Demolisher that, actually, they don't even explain. They're like, hey, who does it look like? And it takes him a while yes. to figure out that this is Shock Blast with a different paint job. Oh, I can see a resemblance, but, like, why didn't he just assume it was Shock Blast with new colors? Like, that is a thing that happens to Really? He's got new colors. It happened to him between Armada and Energon. This is what I'm saying. So they, uh, uh, he, oh, and immediately they're friends because he and Six Shot fly off to the control room or whatever it is. Um, and then the Miranda 2 arrives at Cybertron. And for a brief moment, I really, I was really into this because there's this creepy where is everybody vibe. Because uh, the Miranda 2 arrives and they can't get an answer. So they decide they're going to make a forced landing. Yep. They're going to take it down anyway, and there's something fishy going on here. And down at the base, Demolisher and Sixshot get into the empty control room, and Sixshot thinks there's something fishy going on here. And hiding inside a vent are Rad and Kicker's family. Yeah, I also like the, uh, we really take advantage of the size difference here, because they're just in a transformer-sized air vent, but it's big enough for them to stand in. And Rad's kind of looking around the corner. Luckily, Dr. Kicker's dad isn't, like, laughing, you know, like an idiot. Yeah. Uh, but Demolisher starts getting curious, and he sticks his face down to the grill or the grate and i really like this because <laughs> his head is as big as rad well yeah because it shows rad hiding just off to the side of that and you demolish his face just fills this thing yeah and then i don't know what happens he trips or falls or farts or something <laughs> yes. but like smashes into the grate he goes into it face first and, yeah, and all the humans are like Nyeh. well they, they don't get hurt but he's demolishers laying there you know dazed so they all scurry away and then we go back to starscream who is uh, i know he's flying into cybertron deeper well he jumps down to that super energon room but unlike megatron he lands on his feet yes <laughs> and over the radio galvatron's like oh starscream you're here 
Come inside. Yeah. So we go to the Miranda 2, and for whatever reason, a bunch of them have to stand on the deck up yeah. top. Yeah, <laughs> they're standing on top of a ship when RC said this might be a rough landing. Yeah. So yeah, safety first. Everybody get out and stand on it so you can fall off easier. They just watch Teen Wolf. <laughs> they really like the idea. Um, <laughs> and, and they, they oh, there's a weird thing where Optimus says to Omega Supreme, he's like, hey, maybe we should combine. He's like, no, no, no. I, okay, this I didn't understand. He's like, you're not strong enough yet. Plus, there was something else he says. And then Optimus starts hating on himself for not destroying Galvatron, who he has never met in this series. Yes. Like, how do you know that he's become Galvatron, but that's what he calls him. And no matter what happens today, they're taking back control of Cybertron and commercial break. And when we come back, Superior Maximus, he's getting chased and uh, by the other two, but they're all in their, like, f- you know... Uh, Five forms, whatever you call them. They're, they're decombined. Yeah, but they're, they're still talking as though they're one being, though. Like, this I kind of like that. Five aerial bots talking to each other. He's still going on about, I, I got to lose these guys. And wow, Cybertron looks so much different than I remember it. My time was a long time ago. But actually, I think Cybertron, the way it's drawn here, reminded me a lot of Beast Machines. Yeah, I could see that as they descended in further and further on, on Optimus's monkey vision quest. Um, <laughs> but I do, I do like, okay, I know this series will not explore it, but I like the idea of five combiners still being one basic consciousness Kind of like when, Reflector in G1. Yeah, 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 exactly. Where they're kind of all the same and then they can combine. Uh, like I said, this show won't explore it. But they, they yell back and forth and then the other two, well, all three of them combine and they declare their names. They shout, Hey, dog, Herman. Bruticus Maximus. Got it. And Constructicon Maximus. And Timmy's dead. They confront Superion, who tells them they all swore to protect the Super Energons. This must have been long before the war, or during a truce or something, because these two say it belongs to the Decepticons now, and yeah. now they serve only Galvatron. So how did these three, and I, I want to know who the fourth was, but how did these three end up being well, Titans together? When you see the other guy's remains after they come to life, the first thing I thought was Defensor. Because he's kind of that light blue, or what's left of this thing is kind of light blue and a little bit of red, yeah. So the, oh, the, we then go back to the Super Energon puddle. Um, oh, oh I, I do want to say about Constructicon Maximus, I mean, that's, I didn't expect Devastator. At least they mentioned the Constructicons. I'll, I'll give it, it's stupid, but I'll yeah. give it to them. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we go back to the Super Energon pool and Megatron has, I don't know, thrown all of the Flyacons in and they're all dying. <laughs> well, half of them are like shortened out and exploding, but you can see a few of them are surviving long enough to form an Energon star. Uh, how long they live after that, I don't know. But yeah, they're not... Uh, doing very well no and then there was a moment that was almost g1 megatron slash galvatron where galvatron's like next i think we should build an energon grid and what what it needed was six shot there being like well that's what i said he said i said i should build an energon yeah. you know it's like it needed that um it's like they came yeah. up with the same idea but no no we didn't i came up with that idea <laughs> yeah and and then he makes starscream go in the pool to like prove your loyalty and it really hurts him but he survives and gets a new paint job well it goes on for even longer and looks even more painful but uh now he's got a new paint job and galvatron laughs for a bit and then he laughs for quite a long time and then six shot gets on the radio and introduces himself as shock blast brother and galvatron has no more questions and <laughs> like where did you come from like why are you here where have you been all this time nothing it's just oh you're here okay well what do you got to tell me but yeah six shot is tracking an unknown ship heading for the spaceport and he thinks it's the autobots but 
he's using an Autobot computer at an Autobot base tracking an Autobot ship. Like, shouldn't all of those things, like, shouldn't it say right on the screen, hey, friendly Autobot ship approaching? And what other Autobot ship have any of the Decepticons been dealing with? I know he hasn't (laughs) been part of the party, but, like, any Decepticon should say, oh, it's probably the Miranda, too. There, it's a problem. Yeah, like Demolisher should be over. Oh, yeah, that is the Autobot ship. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know that we even see the ship land because then like Omega Supreme, Optimus Prime, and Ironhide with Kicker inside. I think that's the three of them land. I do like this Omega Supreme, I don't know, powertrain that he is. Yeah, because they all land in their vehicle modes and just plow right through these dinosaur Terracons, whatever they are. And they see... Superion Maximus fly up under the depths of Cybertron and then Bruticus and Constructicon Maximus come up after him and land in front of the Autobots and Optimus is like, who are you? Yeah, Omega Supreme is like, oh, we've known each other a long time. They don't recognize him, but I want to go back to something you said. I noticed you said Bruticus and then you said Constructicon Maximus and it does, it feels weird to just call him Constructicon, doesn't it? Oh yeah, I just realized that. (laughs) Like like Bruticus, I'm okay with. Superion, I'm okay with. Constructicon as the the name of a Transformer, especially Combiner, it just, it feels bad. It's like fingernails on a chalkboard. It's got to be, <laughs> it's like Constructicon Maximus is still kind of bad, but at least it's, you know, it's a it's a slap in the face, not a punch to the nose. But yeah, Omega Supreme knows who these guys are. They met eons ago, and watching all this from the air is Superior Maximus, and he figures if he can convince the Autobots he's on their side, it'll improve his chances of getting Galvatron away from the Super Energon, but what about the giant Autobot symbol on your chest, man? You start with that, like, hi, I'm an Autobot, can I help? (laughs) It doesn't matter, though, because then we go to Six Shot, who sees Optimus on a monitor, and I guess he's controlling a cannon somewhere, uh, because he's like, oh, I'm gonna kill him to gain favor with Galvatron, not for revenge, but to gain favor with Galvatron. Yeah, because maybe then he'll share the super energon with him and optimus again says he's got questions for these two but they say look we only take orders from megatron even though they watched him become galvatron and speaking of him galvatron just bursts out of the ground and starscream teleports in beside him and kicker looks at him and says he looks different <laughs> no really so uh the, the, then optimus like fires at them i think a few of them fire at uh, galvatron and it just bounces off him it doesn't do Anything, yeah. And then they shoot back, and they pretty much destroy everything. Well, yeah, Galvatron uses his sword to cause some kind of a windstorm or something that blows the Autobots back. And then Starscream goes, like, animated Starscream with that ridiculous weapon he had back in that episode. Uh, So while all this is happening, Six Shot is lining up his sights on Prime. I'm going to get you now, Prime. (laughs) And then a... Another Energon tower falls over and I guess shakes the building he's in. Yeah, it just knocks his shot. Pretty weak. Yeah, whatever it is. But then the broken tower starts leaking Energon gas, which Kicker uh, says... yes, Energon gas. Yes, <laughs> we've all heard of Energon gas many, many times. 40 episodes in and we're going to introduce it with 10 to go. But... Paul, you don't remember Energon gas from G1 and from <laughs> Animated and from Prime and from GoBots an and Energon gas thing, and G.I. Right? Joe and Energon gas and the Phantom of the Opera and Gone with the Wind and Energon gas and all the Like, what the fuck? Energon gas? Come on. Make it radiation or something. Something. Because Kicker even says, oh, this won't hurt me, though. And I just wanted him to immediately light on 
fire get turned inside out like that episode of The Simpsons. Oh, look, it's getting cloudy. Like, but he's off to save his family, I guess. And the Autobots have to retreat to their ship to get away from the gas. Yeah. So he uh, he very quickly runs into Starscream. And luckily, he's got the Star Saber with him because why not? Um, and then Prime, this was kind of a very Optimus moment. Prime shows up beside him and he's like, I'm going to help you despite the gas because we have to save your family and you can't handle Starscream on your own. That's a very Optimus thing to do. It is, because, yeah, you can see that it is damaging Optimus, but it doesn't seem to be affecting Starscream. So, like, did the Super Energon make him immune to this? It kind of looked uh, to me like Starscream, like when they showed Starscream, the green gas was a little thinner or, like, it looked dissipated. He's kind of standing above it, yeah. Oh, that's what I was thinking. He was above the cloud. And then much higher above that is... Perian Maximus, who says, I need to help that human because having been in stasis until half an hour ago for millions of years before humans evolved on a planet in another star system he's never heard of, knows what humans are. And, like, if he had just said, like, oh, look, the Autobot commander down there is trying to protect that creature, I should help him too. It would have been fine. It would have made sense. But, you know, there's also another thing they missed here, which is like what he's going to do. He really feels more like Computron. Like, you know what I mean? In that he's, he's just, he's judging everything on the battlefield. Hey, oh, if yeah. I help them, it'll probably help me in this way. Oh, hey, and like you were saying, there's a creature who needs help because he's going to go in and save Kicker in a bit. Although before that, I like that Kicker and Optimus are like, you get out of here. I'm going to handle this. And Op Prime's like, no, Kicker, you go. I'll handle this. No, you go. It's like, guys, just go, both of you. Yes. But um, th- there's a bit with Alpha Q. I don't even think it fucking matters. Um, oh, no, no, it does because he talks about how he knew the super energon existed and locked it away yeah so like if he knew about it he could have told the autobots about it when he needed energon for his play oh my god anyway uh jetfire swoops down and he um he grabs kicker and rescues him but at the same time kind of condemns kicker's family which was like, like he acted and did what he calculated was the best move, but he didn't calculate for everything. Anyway, uh, luckily, Jetfire shows up and saved Optimus. Who, oh, is he dead? No, of course he's fucking not. And then we go to Rodimus, who asks Optimus Supreme, what's Super Energon for? Yeah, and it was uh, to build something. And they're like, all right, you want to elaborate on that? And it was to, quote, build a new era for all Transformers. Ah, yes, I see, I see. That's a physical thing you can build. And elsewhere on the ship, Superior Maximus gives Optimus an Energon star because he's an Omnicon now, I guess. And Optimus wants to know how they can thank him for flying off with Kicker and leaving him to, leaving him to die until Jetfire showed up, and he just wants to join the team. <laughs> and then we go to Kicker, who berates himself for not saving his family despite Superior being the one who fucked it all up. Megatron finds a room full of Super Energon, and without anyone telling him what it is, he knows what it is and what it can do. He takes a swim and becomes Galvatron. Fine. And this is going to be his secret. He'll never let the Autobots find out, except there's a giant Autobot with a giant Autobot symbol standing right there watching and listening to him the entire time, who makes a break for it once he realizes his weapons are useless against Galvatron, who sends the other two after him to test their loyalty. Man, you just said this was going to be your secret, and you're letting the two guys who were hesitant to go after their former comrade deal with him? Go after him yourself and have it done. You blew his buddy apart with one shot and he revived as a pile of parts. Surely this guy's no match for you. You have him dealt with and make an example not to cross you to the other two. Win-win. And then keep quiet about this place. Shut the door behind you and leave the other two down there. What do you need them for if you're invincible? Better yet, blast them apart too. Loose ends and all that. 
Some of the Decepticons might have questions, but it's nothing you can't bullshit your way out of. Transformers get new names and paint jobs all the time on this show, and nobody... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. This episode was wishes. Paul, what do you wish was... I don't know. What was good in this episode? Much? I like how they gave Galvatron his G1 colors. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's episode-specific. That's character-specific. Like He's going to be those colors for the rest of the thing, at least I hope. And Starscream looks pretty cool, too, but... It would have been a nice touch, I thought, if now that he's been upgraded, if it had to fix that one side of his face, it's kind of busted. It would have been neat for the story, but I bet for the toy, they were like, this looks like a cool bad guy scar. Leave this. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, there's I I would love to see Superion grow like there's potential for him as like an outsider type character where he's kind of fucked things up. But was doing like it was out of the, his best intentions yeah i know they're not gonna but it'd be really cool you know and aside from that there's not much else i've really liked about this episode or kicker kind of held a grudge against him yeah but it's not he doesn't because he's actually you know what i shouldn't say he doesn't because he doesn't at the end of this episode but who the fuck knows what's gonna happen in the next episode <laughs> yeah. well we will when we watch the next episode which is galvatron it's got an exclamation point so you gotta say it that way uh <laughs> if you want to see a couple exclamations whatever that doesn't even make sense why don't you email the show transformers nitpickers at gmail.com yeah make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app for the raise your students with and tell all your friends tell everybody you know you can tell them that they can find old episodes of the transformers nitpickers podcast show at transformers nitpickers.podbean.com and until the next episode keep on transforming see you later Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home. Did you say super energon?